live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand up, God fearing, God loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. And and we welcome that information. As as I said before, if if it's anybody out there that knows of someone that might be showing concerning behavior around, you know, conspiracy theories, anti-government, anti-police Um, conspiracy theories around COVID-19 vaccination as what we're seeing with the train family. We'd want to know about We want to know about that. Uh, And you can either contact police directly or or go through Crime Stoppers. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's listen to that again. Listen closely. If there's anybody out there that knows of someone that might be showing concerning behaviour around, you know, conspiracy theories, anti-government, anti-police, conspiracy theories around COVID-19 vaccination as what we're seeing with the train family, we'd want to know that. We want to know about that. So that's the Queensland police, ladies and gentlemen, down under in Australia saying, we are there encouraging people, the public, to basically snitch on anybody who has anti-government or anti-COVID conspiracy theories that they are pushing. And again, we all know who's in charge of let, uh, uh, labeling something a conspiracy theory or anti-government, right? It's your third-party fact-checkers and the government that you are anti-of. So Australia is going into full, unadulterated tyranny, ladies and gentlemen. We saw during COVID what the Aussies did to their people down there. We saw uh, the people crying out. We saw the people being locked down. We saw the people, even if they went outside their house for longer than, what, two hours a day, they could get fined and ticketed, and they relied on the public in order to snitch on other public in order to do that. And then they would show up. If you made a post on uh, social media about COVID-19 or about being anti-lockdown or anti-government, then they would send police to their homes, and they would say, you put this on social media, did you not? This was on your uh, you know, social media profile, was it not? So ladies and gentlemen, this, I told you yesterday, the NWO was gearing up right in front of our very own eyes every day, more transparent, more names are being out, uh, put out in the open, uh, placed to the statements that they're, that they're making, which is we're taking over. And this is why they are trying to stop Big Bang MAGA so incredibly uh, hard. This is why they're spending billions of dollars and resources and manpower to try to stop Trump because it's the only thing that's going to stop that in which you just saw and heard with your own ears from coming here to America. And in a lot of cases, 
It's already here. Let's go to the Rumble Chat, ladies and gentlemen, because as always, the Rumble Chat is live. A lot of people are going, uh, are, are, are chiming in on the, on the Rumble Chat right now, so we want to make sure that we get them in. And we've got already major donations coming in this morning. Let's go there now. Boom, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, already today. $200 from Murray and Diane from Longview, Texas, trying to keep Eli employed. $15 from W. Wilson in honor of my four-year-old granddaughter's uh, Avery's birthday. Use where needed and $2 from Liberty Shines all aboard the Thursday train. So it's Avery's birthday today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and sing that while we're looking at the chat. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Avery. Happy birthday to you. Lisa says, why is the show not on Rumble? The show is on Rumble. That's where we are. That's where you are literally chatting on right now. So you might need to refresh because it's here. It's also on Roku and Firestick. However, you will not see Mike Crispy or Anna Perez on Roku or Firestick today because Frankie is not here. And Frankie is usually the one that helps facilitate getting all these out there to so many places. So me and Eli are doing that uh, job of Frankie's today. Frankie is traveling today. So uh, it's only going to be my shows that you see on Roku and Firestick today because we have control over those. So uh, thank you. Nancinda, thank you very much. God bless you for that. Uh, look at the Rumble Chat is just going crazy. Look how fast this goes. How hard is this to keep track of, huh? Happy birthday to Dana, too. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dana. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my gosh, ladies and gentlemen. It is truly amazing to have so many people in here. Uh Chimed in and ready to go. So uh, let's get to the verse of the day, shall we? Uh, it was a great verse of the day. Great show this morning. And I got to tell you, if you missed Rise Up this morning. Uh, hold on a minute. I seen something there. I can't get into my. Hold on. I got to answer this. I can't get into my LFA account. Doesn't recognize my email. LR Rider. Not sure what you mean by your LFA account. Um, please be more specific on that. It doesn't rec- are you talking about your uh, American Strong Business or are you talking about Rumble? Because if you're having, by the way, if anybody's having Rumble problems, please go to support at rumble.com, okay? Support at rumble.com and they will help you out, okay? Big birthday to Connor and Carter as well. Big shout out to Connor and Carter as they have birthdays as well. All right, this morning's Rise Up show was truly incredible. Rumble put us on the very big top video picture, all right? And uh, there was, so there was a lot of newcomers in and spreading the gospel the right way, right? So a lot of newcomers came in. I think we had like 1,400, 1,500 people watching Rise Up, but there were some people who came in who clearly needed the gospel, and they went by the name of Observer, and as I was reading, and they were like being negative all about Christ and everything, God was literally talking about observing and observers, and it was a great kind of, uh, it was a great, I don't know, kind of a message to this person directly. And then, of course, uh, other people came in who needed Bibles. So they've been able to, uh, uh, they've been able to uh, ask for Bibles and request for Bibles on JeremyHerald.com. So Rise Up is doing amazing. Again, today's show was titled, Be a Lighthouse to Those in the Darkness. Now, it's a long verse, so bear with me, but you're going to need to hear this. If you have your Bible with you, it's 2 Corinthians 4. 1 
through six. Be a lighthouse for those in the darkness. Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, who does not lose heart, but we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, that means not able to be seen or heard, like the Pharisees. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord with ourselves as your servants, in Jesus' sake. For God who said, let light shine out of the darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. What is the light of the gospel? That's a question that I have for you. What is the light of the gospel? In a hopeless, joyless world, How is anyone supposed to find the light of the gospel? Can't find it in most churches these days. Can't find it in stores. You can't find it in libraries, TVs, or magazines. You can't find it in schools. You can't find it in gyms. And you can't find find it in farmer's markets. Why is the light of the gospel so hard to find? Well, the answer is that it's not hard to find at all. It's just that a majority of the people here on earth are not looking for it. Either because they don't want to, they don't know it exists, or they are too afraid to ask where to start. There are many reasons that it's hard for most to find the light of the gospel, but there is good news. And that good news is, and I'm looking at all of you, Tommy, Kristen, Race Mom, Brad Burgess, T. Mitchell, Sun Dog, Patsy Boatwright, Voter USA, T. Mitchell, Rosebud, Too Swift for you, Denise, Betty, Lucille, all of you. I'm looking at you. You ready for this? The good news is that you exist. The good news is that I exist. The good news exists. Jesus exists. People like us are tasked with bringing the light of the Gospels to everyone, regardless of their excuse. It's not an easy task. And it's hard to get the courage to do it. You also have to trust in the Holy Spirit enough to know that when you don't know how to answer a question or give the right advice, he will. Your faith in Christ is a lighthouse on a raging midnight sea. People will see it from miles around if you get it bright enough. So how do you get your light brighter? You spend every day with Jesus. The more time you spend with him, the stronger your faith will get and the brighter your light will shine. And everyone will know that you have what they seek. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a powerful show this morning and I want to thank you very much. Let's go to the Lord in prayer now and then we'll get to our first and foremost section. Here we go, folks. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, the devil knows that his time is coming to an end. Satan knows that he has no power over those who don't give it to him. He knows that when his time comes, he's going to try to take as many people as he can with him. Your job in Jesus' absence right now is to use the Holy Spirit and bring as many people with you as you possibly can when Jesus comes back. All right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Lift up your coffee cups. I hope you've got your Rise Up coffee because if you don't, it's available on JeremyHarrell.com. Let's rise up and have some coffee together. Here we go. Bumblebee Patriot, did you receive my Christmas card? Yes, we did. And I believe we said your name. If we didn't, I apologize. Thank you. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. First and foremost, the January 6th, I should say, <laughs> let me repeat. First and foremost, the Shamuary 6th committee has formally withdrawn its subpoenas of Donald J. Trump. Now, why would they do that, ladies and gentlemen? My LFA family, uh, of which there are 3,000 of you here right now, why in the world would Benny Thompson, little Jamie Raskin, who we're going to talk about a little later today, the yellow Teletubby, Liz Cheney, and the rest of the losers on the Shamuary 6th committee, like ankle-biter Adam Kinzinger, why would they withdraw the Trump subpoena? Why would they do that? Hmm. The House Select Committee investigating the events at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th has informed President Donald J. Trump that it will no longer seek his testimony and formally revoked its subpoena. Wonder why they would do that. Huh. In light of the imminent end of our investigation, the Select Committee can no longer pursue the specific information covered by the subpoena, wrote Committee Chairman Representative Benny Thompson, to Trump's lawyers, according to CNN, quote, therefore, through this letter, I hereby formally withdraw the subpoena issued to former President Trump and notify you that he is no longer obligated to comply or produce records in response to said subpoena. So not only is Donald J. Trump not ordered to respond physically to the subpoena and be there, but also any, um, any records that were subpoenaed are no longer, uh, you are no longer obligated to comply or produce those records. I wonder what's going on. The committee has already published its final report and referred Trump to the uh, DOJ for prosecution. And it further faces certain dissolution upon the Republican takeover of the House of Representatives next week. Trump celebrated the subpoena's cancellation on True Social, saying that it was just, he was just advised that the unselect committee and the political thugs have withdrawn the subpoena concerning the January 6th pro, uh, protest of the crooked 2020 presidential election. Quote, they probably did so because they knew I did nothing wrong or they were about to lose in court. Perhaps the FBI's involvement in rigging the election played into their decision. In any event, the subpoena is capital D, capital E, capital A, capital D, dead. So I want to get your thoughts on this, ladies and gentlemen. Let's bring up the rumble chat 
And let's see what people say. He probably wasn't going to show up anyway, says Deb. Amen. Amen. Trump wins again, says Florida girl. Amen. Amen. Win, win, win yet again. The gig is up. Exposed. Amen. Imagine the morons admitting they have nothing, says Beanery One. Amen. But if he's prosecuted, the truth will be revealed, says Shuckabees. Um, who is the DOJ, says Betty. Jeremy, I need prayers. I'm starting to backslide in PT. Well, we will pray for you. I'm very sorry to hear that. Very sorry to hear that. We're here for you. You know that. Any news on Abe Hamaday? Yes, we're going to be talking about Abe Hamaday today. They wasted Americans' money again, said Mateo. Of course they did. Look, same thing is going to come from the DOJ's uh, investigation and the uh, invalid and who cares uh, referral from the J6. Same thing is going to happen with what they did when they raided Mar-a-Lago and they raided Bedminster. The same thing is going to happen as they continue to go after Trump. They're going to continue to lose. And Donald Trump's promises, Donald Trump's predictions, Donald Trump's foresight, whatever it is you want to call it, when he says, I will be back and we are going to rip from sh- to shreds Every little bit of what Joe Biden and this illegitimate uh, administration has done, and we're going to do it very quickly. When I see stuff like this, it gives me so much uh, hope in what Donald Trump's message is and what his plan is moving into this 2023 year where he's going to be campaigning like crazy. So long story short, we start to show out with good news, ladies and gentlemen. The January 6th, January 6th committee runs for the same hills that all those uh, Democrats did before the midterms because they know what's coming. They know what's coming. They are afraid of what President Trump will say, says Lynn. Pelosi is the one who arranged this so-called insurrection. You hit the nail on the head there, my dear. You hit the nail on the head. For all those that are just joining in, we have about 3,500 people watching here on Rumble. For everybody watching on the on Roku Fire Stick and listening on the podcast, God bless you all. Please jump over to Rumble real quick. Give us a Rumble for the show. Share the Rumble link. And then uh, if you want, go back to your uh, preferred method of viewing the show. Either way, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on. You, I told you yesterday that Carrie Lake has officially filed her appeal of the... Um, the dismissal from the court case uh, just last week. Well, ladies and gentlemen, not only is that good news, but check this out. Breaking news. Internal sources say that a significant miscount happened in Abe Hamaday's recount, which nets Abe Hamaday with hundreds of new votes in a race that was called by only 511 votes. Wow. Let's get into this story. Hamaday was only down 511 votes against Mays out of more than 2.5 million ballots cast in the attorney's general race. On election day in Maricopa County, over 50% of the tabulator printers failed. We know over 70% of the, or, uh, 70% of the people or more that showed up on election day were Republicans. We know all of this, right? But what I want to get into is the count, the miscount. <clears throat> Judge Lee F. Jansen tossed out Abe Hamaday's election challenge 
in the Arizona Attorney General race against Chris Mays. The judge denied the challenge based on testimony from Abe Hamaday's lawyer, Tim Lasota, acknowledging that based on the ballot inspection, a small sample of ballots at that time, his client would not be able to get over 511 votes needed to overcome Mays. However, Charlie Kirk tweeted earlier that hundreds of new votes were discovered for Abe and corrupt Secretary of State uh, Katie Hobbs is attempting to hide this discrepancy from the public. Um, This was also confirmed by a leftist, Garrett Archer, who says the discrepancy is not from Maricopa or Pima County. The uh, the AZABC15 data guru also put out a statement saying, I am hearing there will be significant discrepancy in favor of Abe Hamaday in the recount results under seal tomorrow morning. This was put out yesterday at 6.55 p.m. Arizona time. I am told that the discrepancy will bring the uh, race much closer. And of course, the discrepancy is not found in Maricopa or Pima. This could overturn the election that was decided by only 511 votes. At the very least, it could help Abe Hamaday's case moving forward. Hamaday tweeted out before this new revelation came out that he will assess his legal options when the recount results are released tomorrow. He said this, A recount does not go through every ballot determining voter intent. It simply runs the ballots through a tabulation machine over again. There are still four thousand plus uncounted votes i will assess our legal options once we receive the results of the recount tomorrow this is a developing story and i will i should have the results of the story the update later on tonight's show at 5 p.m so good news ladies and gentlemen to start the day amen except for down under in australia Whoa, I need a drink of my field of greens. Everybody who's got your field of greens, let's have our field of greens together. Again, ladies and gentlemen, fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA, take the field of greens challenge. And I want to admit something to you uh, after, after I take this drink. Hold on. No, Abe Hamaday did not concede. Blake Masters did. Somebody said, I thought Abe conceded. No, he didn't. Uh, folks, please, please, please. Please, please, please share this video. Get it out. Uh, We have 3,523 people watching. We would love to have over 4,000. That would be absolutely amazing. Please share this video out. And if you're just joining in, rumble, rumble, rumble. Let me look. Let me check our rumbles here. We're only at 973 rumbles, but we have 3,500 people watching, folks. We should have an equivalent amount of likes. Remember, you can only like once. If you like twice, it goes away. All right? All right, moving on. I want to tell you real quick about Field of Greens. Was it last week, Eli? Last week, I stopped drinking Field of Greens for five days. Five days. And it really, three of those days I just forgot. And the other two two days I was gone and I didn't have access to it. First time I ever forgot. Five days I stopped drinking the Field of Greens. Remember when I told you about my dry skin, about the winter, how it's really bad through here and I get red blotches and my hands turn into basically just nothing but just lumps of dry skin? That dry skin on my hands and my face came back in that five days. I immediately went right back to Field of Greens and it's going away again. That is just one of the uh, positive effects that I'm dealing with with Field of Greens. So just make sure you guys check it out and take the challenge as well. And before we move in to the next story, which is 
the World Economic Forum dropping Twitter. I wonder why they would do that. Let's first go and give some uh, our sponsor, 4Patriots, some love. 4Patriots.com, ladies and gentlemen. I want to go and I want to show you. Check this out. Not only do they have the big power generator, but they have the Patriot Power Sidekick. Uh, this is a smaller version. My wife and I have this version. This is an incredible thing to take with you camping. There's your solar panels. There's your little power sidekick. And it uh, charges everything you need during camping. Also, here's another one. The solar fridge, ladies and gentlemen. The solar fridge is the same exact thing. It's got the solar panels. Let's go right here, the solar fridge. Uh, it's got the solar panels, and it's basically like the size of a big cooler, and this will keep everything cool without needing to be plugged in as well, your solar fridge. Go to 4 Amazing gifts to give other patriots and your family. And, of course, use the promo code LFA. Get 10% off all items there, okay? Now, going to the World Economic Forum. This show today is really showing a lot of developing stories, and you got to ask yourself, again, why is all this stuff happening? Why is all, why are they pulling off, pulling their subpoenas, right? All of a sudden, all this information is coming out via Twitter because of Elon Musk. And he says, we've not even begun to release what we have. Okay. Now everybody seems to be running for the hills as fast as they can. Now the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab and all these scumbags in Davos, they drop Twitter and instead... They're now going and promoting a Chinese state-controlled social media app instead. Now, why would the World Economic Forum pull and leave Twitter? Do you believe it's because they have morals and their morals are not allowing them to be on a platform where Elon Musk allows debate and allows truth? Do you think it's because their morals led them to leave Twitter because now that there's hate speech on there? which is basically just pro-patriotic speech. Do you think that's why they left? We're up to 1,070 rumbles that quick, ladies and gentlemen. More and more and more. Let's go. Do you think the World Economic Forum is mad because Elon Musk bought Twitter and now that they're going to have to be part of something that has hate speech on it? Think that they care about that? No. They know what's coming too. The World Economic Forum noticeably admitted to, omitted Twitter as a source to follow its actions as its upcoming 2023 event. Instead, Chinese apps were recommended. Twitter appears to be moving in the right direction, folks. The elites at the World Economic Forum have censored the big tech site as a recommended site to obtain updates on their 2023 activities. The World Economic Forum appears to have joined the cancel Twitter campaign promoting Chinese state-controlled social media apps to push Davos' agenda forward after the new year. Twitter is noticeably absent from the entities listed on the organization's How to Follow Davos' 2023 social media pamphlet. Now, if you go to Twitter, which we're going to do right now, as a matter of fact, let's go to Twitter, and I want to pull up, because now, the, uh, now LFA TV has a Twitter account, I, it's so it's so lame, by the way. It's so lame. Twitter is so lame. World Economic Forum is still there. Let's pull this up on the screen so everybody can see. They're still there. They have 4.2 million followers. So what's the angle here? What are they doing? If you're still there, but you're not promoting it, and you're promoting cancel culture, Twitter, why are you still there? Well, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, they're going to, um, they're not going to promote Twitter 
in their agendas moving forward, and they're not going to promote the world actually go and see their updates on Twitter. And talk is they're going to actually leave Twitter once their Davos summit starts in 2023. You know what? Good ridden to bad rubbish. See you later. Bye bye bye. We don't want you anyway. Let's go ahead and play that music. Oh, there it is. Uh. Another one bites the dust. Ha <laughs> See you later. See ya. You're out of here. See ya. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh, but the action that they're taking is letting you know how scared they are. And if Elon Musk is saying, we haven't even begun to release the information about these evil bad actors out there. Oh, my lanta, ladies and gentlemen. I am here for the long haul, and I can't wait to see what happens. Woo! K. Dahits says, K. Dahits says, I'm on my third month of Field of Greens now, and I absolutely love it. They're keeping their foot in the door, says uh, Reiki. Exactly. Ricky, is it Ricky? Ricky said, they're keeping their foot in the door, Twitter. Exactly. Twitter is our battleground to wake up the normies. It's... uh, TS is uh, true social is an echo chamber. Well, you are right about that. True social definitely is an echo chamber. And I would love to see Donald Trump come back and really explode the heads of these Marxists by putting out a tweet that says, just simply, I'm back. Oh, my lanta. Or he could put up like Cova Fay or something like that. That would make them go nuts too. V Brown says, see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Well, ladies and gentlemen, While we're on the topic of Twitter, oh, do I've got some breaking news for you. I knew this show was going to be awesome today. Uh, Angel Eyes says, I love my uh, my CBD gummies. I actually got the CBD gummies for my mom and my dad, and they're sleeping like babies. They absolutely love it. 3,700 people. Let's break 4,000, folks. Let's do it before um, 1145, and let's get those rumbles up. Here we go. The FBI was and is... Literally riddled inside of, I mean, Twitter is riddled with FBI agents, folks. Twitter has so many FBI agents working in their, in the company right now, currently right now. Elon Musk is about to go on a massive firing spree. Let's bring this up. And I posted this on my getter this morning. Wait until you see this. Pop it up. Here is your list of FBI and CIA agents that are still, right now, today, employed at Twitter. And and now you're going to tell me that Twitter was always a social media app made by just some founders like Zuckerbergs and Dorsey's? No. These are all government agencies that built and ran these things. That's why they gave them Section 230. Kevin uh, McAlina is the current Twitter senior corporate security analyst. He's an ex-FBI intelligence analyst of 12 years. Doug Hunt, current Twitter senior director, ex-FBI special agent for 20 years. Mark Jaruzewski, excuse me, current Twitter director, corporate security risk, ex-FBI agent of 20 years. Douglas Turner, current Twitter senior manager. Corporate and Executive Security Services, 14 years with the FBI. Patrick G., current Twitter Head of Corporate Security, ex-FBI Special Agent of 23 years. Karen Walsh, current Twitter Director, Corporate Resilience, FBI Agents for 21 years. Russell 
Hand Orf, current Twitter senior staff technical program manager, FBI 10 years. Michael B., current Twitter senior corporate security manager, FBI 23 years. And Vincent Lucero, who we've talked about before, current Twitter senior security manager, FBI agent of 22 years. Elon Musk, you've got more people to fire. This was never a social media app that was built for you to communicate with friends and family around the world. Neither was Facebook. Neither was YouTube. All of these were built, funded, operated, maintained, coerced, ran, and protected by the federal government. Period. And that is why they gave them Section 230 And that is how they've been able to even get rid of a president of the United States of America by the name of Donald J. Trump. I rest my case. I have exercised the demons, ladies and gentlemen. And I hope that Elon Musk exercises the demons right inside Twitter. And I have not done this but one time in my history here at LFA TV. But I'm going to do it again because the man deserves it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the day goes to Mr. Elon Musk. Smarty Award of the day, Mr. Elon Musk, and I think that you finally deserve it. Hey, this guy has done nothing but put his money where his mouth is and promise deliver on every promise that he said he was going to do. I cannot hate on the man, regardless of his non-Christian beliefs, regardless of his transhuman desires to neuralink everybody in the world. I have to only take what I'm given, and this right here has been the biggest thing for freedom since Donald J. Trump won the presidency in 2016. And he's got to get the Smarty Award of the Day. Woo! I'll drink to that. Let's lift our field of greens or your coffee, whatever it is you're drinking. I drink both. I need all the energy I can. They are spying on all of us, says Lynn. Guys, we're almost to 4,000. We only need 200 more people. Let's go, let's go. Rumble, rumble, rumble. All right, here we go. More. Biden has just regulated travel from China, not allowing travelers to come to the United States because of COVID-19? Well, ladies and gentlemen, back up the xenophobic truck. Beep, 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 xenophobia. Did Biden not call Trump xenophobic for stopping all travel from lands where COVID was running rampant that just happened to be in the Middle East? Did they not call Trump xenophobic for doing that? Did they not call Donald Trump xenophobic when he put strict restrictions on China because of the China virus? Did they not call him xenophobic? Well, how the turntables have, you know what I'm saying. Biden in 2020, suggested that Donald Trump's restriction on travel from China and Middle Eastern countries because of COVID-19 was xenophobic. But yet the White House announced yesterday 
that it will require travelers from China to test negative for COVID-19 prior to their arrival in the United States of America? Well, I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I am having fun on Hypocrisy Airlines right now. And this airline actually takes off. A policy that will come less than three years after candidate Joe Biden suggested that then-President Donald J. Trump's restrictions from China were xenophobic. A federal official said that the test requirement will begin January 5th and is necessary due to the lack of public data on China's effectiveness in monitoring COVID-19. Travelers from China, regardless of nationality, will need to show a negative test taken no more than two days prior to their flight. Japan and India have established similar restrictions on China as China as, and has loosened its zero-COVID lockdown policies in recent weeks. But people from China are required to have a negative test. There you go. Xenophobia and hypocrisy meet. And born out of it is a moronic Biden and a completely hypocritic, hypocrat, hypocritical DNC, ladies and gentlemen, because this is all them. This is what they do. I wonder if this will be on the 24-hour news cycle. I wonder if CNN, ABC, CBS, everybody else under the, under the sun, I wonder if they will call Joe Biden xenophobic. Or I wonder if the garbage pail kid of the White House, hold on. I wonder if the garbage pail kid of the, high, of the White House, mean gene, obscene Kareen, will be asked these questions over and over and over again. Why is your boss xenophobic? Boy, I, I bet you Peter Ducey will do it. I bet you Peter Ducey will ask that question. Hey, if you're having fun on this show, if you think this show is absolutely on fire, then do me a favor. Share it to your Telegram. Share it to your Getters. Share it to your Facebooks. Share it to all your government-funded websites like Twitter and the rest. Let's get the world out there. Or let's get the word out to the world, okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, quick sponsor read real quick here, and we're going to go to covidtaxrelief.org. I said it right, covidtaxrelief.org. And while people from China are not able to come here because of the COVID-19 China virus, you here in America are eligible for up to $26,000 for every employee that was affected by the COVID-19 lockdowns. That's right. You heard me correct. If you had a business, if you have a business, if you had a 501c3 or any kind of charitable uh, company or a church or anything, and the federal government either forced you to close or you said, you know what, I'm going to keep my employees working no matter what, well, then you are eligible right now to get some of that money back, up to $26,000 per employee that you had on payroll during all of this China virus lockdown crap that they pulled. All you have to do is go to covidtaxrelief.org. Again, that is covidtaxrelief.org. And those guys will help you get all the money that you have coming back to you. All right? Jeremy, if I were a garbage pail kid, I would be offended, said Patsy. So would I. I'm glad we're not. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, the woke military. We've been talking about the poor recruitment numbers at the military for quite some time right now. And we've been wondering, ladies and gentlemen, we've been wondering, is this going to lead to a new draft? Because we need military men and women Right. And we know that General White Rage Millie in all of his wokeness and all of his unicorns and rainbow, uh, you know, tendencies. 
We knew that the, war, the, the military was getting more woke and more woke and more woke. And what that did is it destroyed recruitment. Nobody wants to join a woke loser military. Well, ladies and gentlemen, in the wake of that, the problem with, with doing that is the next step before a, uh, a draft is lowering the bar. And when you lower the bar in the military, then you lower the level of effectiveness uh, uh, that, that they, you lower the level of protection that they give us. We'll put it that way. If you lower the standard of the military, if you lower the standard of our men and women in battle and going into harm's way behind enemy lines, then all you're doing is weakening our military and in effect weakening the United States of America. So now the woke military is struggling to recruit so bad they are now going to accept recruits with ADHD and other behavioral challenges. Does that sound like a good idea to you? Now, I will admit that there is a place with people who have severe ADHD that you could put them where they would be effective. But what you're doing here is you're taking a standard and lowering it to achieve something that would be achieved if you would stop with this woke crap and start being men again. And you know what I'm talking about when I say that. Under Joe Biden, the military has embraced left-wing progressive politics, and this is surely a part of the problem. The people who normally would volunteer don't want to be lectured about diversity and systematic racism and how they should cut off their genitalia and become a different gender. As a result, the military is now going to start accepting recruits that would, they would have not accepted otherwise. And do you want to know where I've seen this happen before in the military? Is about five, six years ago, they started lowering the bar of what it took to be a Navy SEAL so that the people who could not achieve or, 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 or pass those tests to be a Navy SEAL so they could also feel um, equity and they could be Navy SEALs too. Uh, newsflash, dumb dumb. To be a Navy SEAL, you must be the elite of the elite. The Navy SEALs is no place for everybody gets a trophy. Because when you do that, you destroy our country. You destroy it, period. Point blank, period. Under the new rules, a potential recruit who has completed high school or college or successfully held a job without counseling or medication for three years for ADHD would be able to enlist. That symptom-free period is reassuring that they would make it through their initial entry training and hopefully have a successfully military career, said Army Lieutenant Colonel Kim Helgum, a member of the Pentagon's accession uh, policy, an office that sets medical admission standards across the force. So there you go, folks. You will not have an elite army anymore. They will all be woke. They will all be weak. They will all be ineffective, and our country will suffer because of it. Also, Biden is also keeping Philip Washington employed. If you don't know who Philip Washington is, ladies and gentlemen, well, right now, he's facing criminal, pending criminal uh, corruption charges. But Biden is going to keep him as his choice for the FAA commissioner despite the fact that he's literally in court right now pending criminal corruption charges. But you know what the Biden administration sees when they see corruption, they see opportunity. Oh, wait, this person's corrupt? We can buy this person? Oh, this is opportunity. Folks, please share and rumble the video. We're 200 away from 4,000. We only want to break 4,000. While the airlines 
in the U.S. were grounded and thousands of flights were canceled and delayed over the holiday weekend. And Pete Buttigieg failed and the airlines failed themselves. Biden's pick to run the FAA continues to be grounded in corruption. TGP reported that Biden's FAA nominee, Philip Washington, was served a warrant for his actions while at the Los Angeles County Metro Transit Authority. Situation only got worse. Over the Christmas holiday, air travelers scrambled, Southwest Airlines broke down, nobody could fly anywhere, everything was absolutely horrible, and now it looks like the future of the FAA without leadership since March looks even more bleak as embattled former LA Metro CEO Philip Washington's nomination to head the agency will be back on the president's desk. And right now he is literally in court facing corruption charges. But again, when a Biden sees corruption, a Biden sees opportunity. And I'm talking about the Bidens that are living and the Bidens that are dead. Their entire family is no better than the Bush family. Their entire family is no better than the McCain family. Their entire family is no better than the mom jeans Mitt Romney or the Liz Cheney family. Riddled with corruption from the day that the family name took its, its form. They're scumbags. Every single one of them are nothing but losers, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a and speaking of the loser illegitimate White House, housing a resident that did not win the presidency but committed a coup by using COVID-19 with the help of China, all right? The White House has just denied the incoming Republican majority access to information as they gear up to start their investigations. And they only denied them because they're not the majority party yet. And, un- and, and, and constitutionally, they are not obligated to comply with the party minority. And even though we're only a week out and we will, we will no longer be the minority, we will be the majority in just one week, the Biden administration said, you do not get access to this information. File your request again next month when you're the majority. Talk about absolute scumbags. Talk about absolute pieces of trash and garbage. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Administration attorney Richard... Sauber's letter to Representative Jim Jordan and James Comer are a significant blow as both men have made multiple executive branch requests over the past few weeks. Congressional oversight powers do not apply uh, to individual members of Congress who are not committee chairmen, and the House has not done so under its current rules, meaning that the Republicans' requests are not ones to which the constitutional accommodation obligations require the White House to respond. And they said, please put your requests in next week again when you're in the majority. Oh, not only are we going to put those requests in, but they're no longer going to be labeled requests. They're going to be demands, and we are going to be crawling up and down this Biden administration like bed bugs coming from the Bronx, ladies and gentlemen. Bet that. Bet that with these scumbags. I am so sick and tired of these losers, but you know what? They're going to hold out as long as they possibly can. Do you know why? Because they know what's coming. Hey, Carol the Cowgirl said it best. What happened to that peaceful transfer of power? Oh, I hope somebody brings that up. I hope that's not just LFA TV who brings that up. What happened to that peaceful transfer of power? Amen. And uh, Angel says it's time for a quick trial. 
The Constitution exists when it suits them, it seems, says Joey Poop Pants. Amen. I wonder if the Republicans can wait, uh, can walk back the omnibus bill. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Jeremy's killing it today, said Sly. Well, thank you very much. I had, the, uh, I had a feeling today's show was going to be on point, and I, I, I think it has been. I definitely think it has been. Love that Rumble chat. Love those Rumble rants. Thank you guys for keeping producer Eli employed. We're almost at 4,000. We only need 170 more. We need you guys to share, and we need you to Rumble. All right? Here we go. Uh, before we break in, every time we break to the Rumble chat, we're also going to give a, uh, some love to our sponsor. This one's going to be Gold Co. Ladies and gentlemen, Gold Co. has already helped so many of you in the chat. Take it from them, not me. And they've also helped my wife and I too, because now my wife and I, thanks to, thanks to uh, Jeff Johnson as well, we are looking at putting in money into our silver and gold, copper, and um, uh, uh, copper, silver, and gold. Copper especially, because that's what's needed to make lithium batteries, ladies and gentlemen. All right? So goldco.com, give them a call, 855-559-3433. Get the physical silver and gold if you can. If not, then transfer your... Uh, 401ks if you want to to a 401 uh, to an IRA because you can be sure that that gold and silver and copper are going to rise but uh your dollar is going to fall as it falls to Ukraine now we're going to move to the Catholic NGOs now folks before I get into this next segment I must tell you this is in no way shape or form a dig at the Catholic people anytime I talk about Catholicism people go nuts I am bringing you this truth because I know this just as much as anybody else does out there because Ben is an expert at what's going on with these NGOs, non-government organizations that are helping this invasion at the southern border. And ladies and gentlemen, I do not bring any joy when I tell you this, but the Catholic Church and the Catholic non-government organizations are the ones raking in billions of dollars of your taxpayer money The government is paying them to provide illegal housing, food, health care, financial assistance, and travel into the United States. Let me say that one more time. The largest funder and facilitator of this invasion at our southern border is our own federal government, and they're paying the Catholic Church billions of dollars to facilitate and help them do it. All of those illegals that Ben told you are coached to say the right things, they're coached by the Catholic Church or coyotes. All of those people that know exactly where to say they want to go, what they need, what they need to get, where they need to go, what they need supplied with, the Catholic Church is the biggest non-government organization that is facilitating in this unconstitutional invasion of our southern border and it needs to stop now the catholic church needs its 501c3 status yanked immediately period it's just that simple this is no problem against the catholic religion please do not take it that way this is the truth and if you are engaging in an illegal act, in an invasion of our country, then you need immediate removal and revocation of your 501c3 tax status immediately. ASAP. No farting around. I am so sick of these fake churches, whether it's Catholic, whether it's Baptist, whether it's Methodist. I don't care. The church has crumbled and the church has gone by the wayside. The only church that exists now that's valid and real is you. You are the church. These organizations, they're gone. They're done. 
Every Catholic in the world right now should stop tithing to the Catholic Church right now. Until this is settled and they stop. And even then, there should be some kind of uh, consequences for their actions. The number of illegals crossing the southern border into America are staggering. In the second year alone, we, on record, it's 3 million. We know it's more like 10, okay? Who is promising the pot of gold on the other side of the Rio Grande? What are the welfare benefits wait, awaiting um, the staggering number of illegals? How does the country absorb millions of illegals over, from over 106 countries in 24 months? Well, ladies and gentlemen, here you go. NGOs. Catholic NGOs are amongst the largest recipients of immigration-related federal grants. This is public information. Don't take it from me. Between 2008 and 2021, Catholic NGOs received over $3 billion of federal funding at an average of $223 million annually. In 2022, under the Biden administration, the annual awards to Catholic NGOs skyrocketed to $599 million, nearly a threefold increase, and over $97 million of the 22, uh, 2022 funding was devoted um, related to the Unaccompanied Alien Children Program with the Catholic Church. There you go. Done. The largest Catholic NGO involved in immigration activities is called Catholic Charities, white and purple logo. Their website on immigration service details a breakdown of the multitude of benefits and handouts provided to illegal aliens as soon as they cross over illegally into the United States of America. It's absolutely horrendous, and it needs to stop now. And every Catholic out there should be holding their church accountable. Sorry to say it, but it is the case. Now, moving on. Some news that I also do not like to bring you. Little Jamie Raskin, who we make fun of all the time, who we can't stand, who is literally one of the worst Marxists in the Democratic Party, who hates the Electoral College, who hates Trump even more than the Electoral College, and who hates the Constitution more than all of them, Jamie Raskin. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's been diagnosed with lymphoma cancer. He's been diagnosed with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma cancer at 60 years old. Cancer is serious, but curable. He said, after several days of tests, I have been diagnosed with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma, which is a serious but curable form of cancer. I'm about to embark on a course of chemo immunotherapy on an outpatient basis at MedStar Georgetown University Hospital and Lombardi Comprehensive Cancer Center. Prognosis for most people in my situation is good after four months of treatment. I expect to be able to work through this period, but have been cautioned by my doctors to reduce unnecessary exposure to uh, COVID-19, the flu, and other viruses. So, let me just say this. When the new Republican House comes in, that whole proxy voting crap, that's over. You're going to have to be there in order to vote. If Jamie Raskin cannot be exposed to COVID-19, the flu, and other viruses, that means Jamie Raskin probably will not be able to vote because he won't be able to vote by proxy. So I don't know how much of his job he thinks he's going to do. Now, I know the first thought that comes into your mind is karma, right? 
But we don't do that here. I get it, 100%. I get it. But we are to love our enemies, period. That is the way it is, whether you like it or whether you don't. So please pray for him and anybody else who's going through these, uh, through cancer, all right? Damn his politics and damn, damn uh, him as a politician. Uh, but we don't like to see anybody get cancer and die. You know what I mean? Anyway, long story short, Jamie Raskin has been diagnosed with cancer. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to end the show on a good, on a good note before unafraid Mike Crispy comes on. So let's do this and let's say it now. Good news coming out of Florida. I told you about the 10,000 babies that were saved in this year alone since the overturning of Roe v. Wade, mostly coming out of the southern region of all those states like Oklahoma and Texas that put all these bans on abortion. Ladies and gentlemen, Florida has now reported a massive drop in baby killings after Ron DeSantis signed the 15-week abortion ban. The pro-life movement is winning, and we are literally living in the pro-life generation, folks. Florida saw a massive drop in abortions after Governor Ron DeSantis signed the 15-week abortion law into uh, ban into law. Here are your number of abortions by year. 2020 had 74,868 babies that were killed. In 2021 in Florida, 79,000. It went up by 5,817 babies killed. Ladies and gentlemen, 2022, that number has dropped from 79,000 to 68,000. That means in Florida alone, 11,000 babies were saved since signing this law. That means altogether over 25,000 babies in this country have, have, get an opportunity at life since Roe v. Wade was overturned. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is definitely worth a celebration. So let's go ahead and hit that music, right? Here we go. Over 25,000 babies saved in the United States alone since Roe v. Wade overturned. And that is making America godly again, ladies and gentlemen. Folks, do not forget, please go to jeremyherald.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Also become a one-time or a monthly donor to the show. That would help tremendously, folks, and I would appreciate that. Also, download the LFA TV app. Simply go to your app store on your phone, LFA space TV. You can also find that um, on Roku and Firestick, and be sure to check out LFATV.com as we're adding new shows for 2023 and we're doing more out in the field. I love you. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Mike Crispy, unafraid, comes up next. Please like and rumble his video. Watch their show. It's always a blessing and it's always awesome. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel, ladies and gentlemen. I love you and I will see you at 5 p.m. Peace.